the stage is set. I apologize if y'all hear any background noise. I'm in a different spot, different location. Well, familiar spot, but they got some work going on over here, but whatever. Um, the final four is set. UCLA is not there. Last time we talked, UCLA was heading into the Sweet 16 versus North Carolina, 8 seed versus 4 seed. Uh, coming into this matchup, I was a little concerned only because, you know, for the past couple, well, honestly, for a while, we, we never really had a uh, dominant type of big, you know, outside of Kevin Love. You know, we've had we've had some solid defenders in the paint, but we didn't have any balance when it came to that. Um, Cody Riley. Um, he can shoot a little bit and things like that. Uh, but we definitely needed some cats that could protect the rim a little bit better. Uh, the offense was always good. You know, I thought last year's, last year's team was better than this year, even there's not much of a change in, 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 in personnel, but the hunger, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say the roster, the, the hunger was different. You know, we came in at as an 11th seed as a play-in game, uh, team. Uh, last year in the tournament and, you know, made it all the way, um, you know, to the final four where we lost to Gonzaga. And this, this year I was a little, I was a little concerned for, for our squad, even though we had some great returning players uh, and we did Jaime uh, did get a, a injury uh, the last game that was kind of, but he played well though. Yeah. That was the fastest I've seen a uh, ankle injury recovery uh, ever. You know what I mean. So I don't we I don't really know the the depths of the injury, but it looked bad enough to where you know it it was a concern going into the North Carolina game. And North Carolina had just finished coming off a great matchup, and then um, they're rolling hot though. They're rolling hot in the tournament, and I was a little concerned. I wasn't too. <sighs> confident about this matchup if we would have beat them I wouldn't have been surprised but I would have been relieved because they were probably the hardest test next to the matchup that they actually got coming up which I'm about to get to in a minute um all the number ones well not all the number one seeds because we got Kansas uh still in the mix um Villanova in the mix, and we have uh, North Carolina. The Oh, my God, the tobacco roll matchup. Now, some people have said, and I'm not saying this as a UCLA fan because we played our butts out. North Carolina played better or whatever, but they was like, yo, the powers that be wanted this matchup to line up. I think this is the first time they've ever played in the Final Four against each other. It would have been it would have been even crazier if one of those teams was on the other side. You know, Coach K. This is Coach K. Last season, uh, Hubert Davis is 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 a new coach over there in North Carolina. Um, we already know about the rivalry. We we already know about the rivalry between North Carolina and Duke. The Tobacco Road matchup is ugly, uh, historic. Is up there with with the other rivalries across all sports. You know what I mean? And it's something to look forward to. But before I get to that, <clears throat> I just want to say I'm still proud of my Bruins. You know what I'm saying? They still came through. I'm, I was actually more, and I, I want to say I said this in some other episodes or even on some, some other people's shows, is that I'm more excited of the class that's coming in. Uh, next week, I'll touch more, or even further down in the future, I'll touch more on that 
of who, you know, of the uh, upcoming uh, players that we got coming in within the next couple of years. Um, but I would say this last year, it was just one of those runs where even though we were, cause UCLA wasn't really considered a Cinderella team by, by name and by program, it was considered a Cinderella team simply by the seed. And because they didn't get the Cinderella love is because of the success that they've had in their program in history in, in general, you know, um, but just like a lot of programs, you have its ups and downs. We've had our ups and downs throughout the years and things like that. Uh, typically, you know, um, after, you know, we had some key players that go to the NBA. We had the Aaron Afalos. We had the, uh, the, the, the Holiday Brothers. We had the Westbrooks. We had the Kevin Loves. You know, um, uh, we, we had, you know, the Zach Levines and, and the Lonzo Balls. We had players to come through UCLA and make it to the league and, and it, currently contributing to the league right now. And so we haven't had that type of star power in in, in, a, in a minute. You know what I mean? Now, we got Johnny Zuzang. We got Jaime. You know what I'm saying? We got some cats that have some great offensive abilities. When they get to the league, how will they pan out? We just don't know. Um, but, you know, last year was the year where they played the hungriest, the scrappiest. That defense was phenomenal, and we had pretty much the same roster. This year, I was uncertain, but the flip side to it, we had Gonzaga eliminated. You know, we had uh, Baylor eliminated. We had Arizona eliminated. Purdue was recently uh, eliminated. Uh, out, uh, uh, shout out to St. Peter's. Uh, they, you know, lost to North, North Carolina, did what they had to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but this would have been the year for UCLA to take it all because the teams that were eliminated last year, they were just, it was stacked. You know what I mean? And then going into this year, they had got better. Gonzaga and Arizona were the only two teams that I was concerned about coming into the tournament because they were true number one seeds uh, across the board. They had, you know, Arizona having defensive players of the year, the best player of the years, and Gonzaga, Gonzaga players is not far away. They got one of the coldest freshmen in the game. Um, so, uh, those teams I was a bit more concerned about Baylor, they roster was a little bit better cause they had lost some cats, but Baylor had a, a, a tremendous roster as well. And, uh, all those teams were, like I said, all those teams were eliminated. We had a lot of upsets, a lot of upsets. And, uh, this would have been the easiest route to get to the championship or even just get back to the final four. And it didn't happen. North Carolina showed up. They had two great, two great three-point shots uh, towards the end of the game, which you know pushed them up by by a few. And that that it was it, that those two shots were were back-to-back daggers. You know what I mean? Because they definitely had the momentum, and it was a good back and forth for a minute. Um, my expectations for this roster, man. I think some player. I think I think we're going to have some some players come back. Hopefully, you know. I know Johnny Zuzang. Um, his his draft stock has been up since last year, and maybe his draft maybe is still like at the same. You know what I mean? Because he had a hell of a run. He had a huge run in a tournament last year, and his stock was probably at, at, as high as it could be. Um, solid shooter can create his own shot and things like that. Um, 
so uh, hopefully we can get a lot of those cats back. Uh, Arizona seemed like they might get those cats back. Gonzaga, it's, it's a possibility that they might get those cats back, but they got some cats that can go lead right now. Now, as far as the Final Four, like I said, I mean, the true matchup we're all going to tune into is Duke versus North Carolina. We already know how that rivalry is. That game is going to be called tight. Again, this is going to be uh, the last tournament for Coach K. So there's a lot of emotions on the line. Um, I can see a couple of texts coming through. I don't know if we're going to be shaking any type of hands. Depending, You know, uh, it seemed like I, I never did like Duke. I don't really care for North Carolina either, but I hate Duke more. North Carolina is like one of those teams like just move out the way. We they got they have great history and phenomenal historic roster as well. Uh but Duke was just one of those uh institutes, those programs that everybody hated. You know, if you if you ever watch the um the what you call it, uh doc, the um the Michigan Five Five doc, you'll um you you They've said it on the dock, you know what I mean? Nobody, everybody hated Duke. Nobody really liked them. And for various reasons, it was it, it, it was a, you know, just a splash of classism, you know. Um, it, out of all these years of, of Coach K coaching, you know, they, he slipped through our, our, our dodge scandals and, and things like that. Because my thing is, once you know about the AAU circuit, um, you know the AAU, AAU circuit is huge for college basketball. That's where that's where a coach really come and see. You know, high school games is one thing, but when you playing in the AAU circuit, that's when you playing against the best of the uh, best of the best across the nation. Really, you know what I mean. Um, so it's hard to believe that you know he has done everything by the book, and that's just with everybody. I mean, I'm talking about every program. Now, some programs do it better than the than others. Some programs aren't that good at it, obviously. You know what I mean? But it's always going to be question marks around certain players going to certain programs. Even, you know, uh, Penny, you know, Penny Hardaway up over there in Memphis is going through some allegations right now. And we already know what it is. Imani Bates, you know what I mean? He already have, uh, you know, cats in the league and, and, and things like that. So, um it's it's always been a question when Derrick Rose ended up going to Memphis. You know what I mean? He and Derrick Rose was a point guard that can go to any school, and talent wise, could go to any top five power school in the nation. Talent wise, academically, there was an issue, right? So, and and if you don't know about that story, go go, go do your googles. But he's not the only one. He it was millions of players before him, and it's definitely going to be millions of players after him, depending on how things shape up. Now these cats are getting bags now, and it's, it's legal for them to get paid while they're in college. It's legal for them to get endorsements, et cetera, et cetera. You can now enter the draft with an agent, and you know if you don't like where your draft stock is at, then you can always go back to college and things like that. So a lot of things are changing, shifting around and things like that. I'm still waiting on college football to come back on PS5. That's a whole nother story, but um, there's so many things that go into it. And this is just one of the things that we hate Duke. You know what I'm saying? Duke took on their mystique of this being... It, I don't want to go down that road. Tobacco road, that is. But, you know, like I said, they've created, along with North Carolina, one of the one of the greatest 
uh, rivalries. So, and we'll be seeing it this week. Uh, who would I be pulling for? I hate all these schools involved. I really do. You know what I'm saying? If I had to pick one, probably Villanova. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a Kansas. But <clears throat> definitely none of them cats from Tobacco Road. Definitely none of them cats from Tobacco. I, I definitely hate that road. I hate that road. I hate that road. I hate that road. Um, outside of that, man, let's talk a little bit. Before we get up out of here, short show, let's talk about my Lakers. Uh, we in a play-in situation. We're going to see how it ends up. Right now, Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Nets are ninth in the East. Uh, Lakers are 10th in the West. We recently played against the Pelicans. Brandon Ingram just came back. We were At one point, we was up by 23 points. They made a run. Uh, we end up losing. What well, we end up losing by about seven. Uh, f- to continue to say that it, it doesn't work is beyond. Is beyond the floor, right? At this point, it's just chemistry. Like the talent is there, but goddamn, we are old. And at this point, I'm tired of pointing fingers at the Russes, the Bronze, the Mellows. You know what I'm saying? Um, DJ Augustine has been, he's been dope. You know what I mean? He deserves to be in the league or whatever. He's hes a great help. Um, great addition. Monk, I just, we want Monk to step up so bad. And he does in moments. It's just that it seems like, and I don't know if he doesn't want to step on anybody's toes, but he got, or if he's being pigeon held, but he needs to, to let loose. I think he got it to where that's that's our best one-on-one offensive player that we got right now. Besides DJ, who we just brought along. Um and we just need we need more out of him. We're getting that we getting what we can get out of Brown right now. At the same time, we got and, and for all these Bronny Brown fan, fans that yes, what we're seeing is fucking crazy right now at his age at you know this season what he's doing is phenomenal, but we're not going to take away the fact that he still gives up on plays, important plays at that. You know what I mean? And all, all I all I'm looking for now is we know he's gonna put up the buckets. You know what I'm saying? We know he's going after his personal accolades right now. But what I really want from him right now is just pure leadership. You know what I mean? And that 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 can't I can't fully ask for that and say that he's not doing that because no one is in that huddle, no one is in that locker room. But at the same time, we can see it in the body language. We can see, we can, and I'm not saying that every time, you know what I'm saying, he, does, <clears throat> he doesn't get back or whatever, it's, 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 a, it's a showing of the team or, or the team is feeding off his energy. It's just that when you, we've seen LeBron play on higher levels than what he's doing. What he's doing right now is phenomenal. So just, just, Imagine what he's doing when he right when he really be on. And again, it's a lot of things that he cannot do. We understand that he's older. So even though he's doing some crazy shit right now, his body is probably paying for it as soon as that whistle blow and the game is over. And I'm not gonna lie, right as of right now, these are meaningless games to them if they're going to be in the uh, playing game or whatever. So yeah, it, it, it is kind of true. Like it's there's no point in them. <clears throat> playing hard like that if they're going to end up in a playing tournament regardless. But at the same time, you want some type of positive momentum going forward. You know what I mean? Because it, it, it feels like 
the fans out here in L.A. feel like y'all just gave up. And this was months ago. This was even prior to, a little bit prior to All-Star Weekend, where we, some of us was clinging on to, yo, once All-Star Weekend is over, it's a whole, whole, whole totally uh, different season. Let's roll. Let's pick up some steam going into the playoffs. And it just seems like after All-Star Weekend, it got worse. And like it's like y'all, y'all have given up. You know what I'm saying? Can't really tell the relationship bond between everybody right now. And we got names. But that's, that's, that's the thing. All we got is names. Some of those names is not coming with collective effort. And that's what has been frustrating. But on a positive note, we know that as our fan base, we're not like the Knicks. No, no disrespect. We're not like the Knicks. Or we're not like these other franchises who is expected to uh, do be great and and fail every year. Nah, our longest drought has been a drought since we since we lost Kobe. And I'm not talking about him passing away. We're talking about him retiring. It took us a while, you know what I mean, to get it together. But even then, the players that we had accumulated from him leaving or after him leaving end up, you know, going to other teams and flourishing. So we don't have a problem with picking out the proper personnel we just have a problem with picking out the pr- proper personnel for Bron at this point. Um, but we, I, I, I'm, I'm optimistic that we'll get it together, um, and we'll see. I, I'm, 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 a, I'm a Lakers fan, so I'm rolling with them. You know, we get into that, we get into, we got to play a, a playing game. I'm there. You know what I'm saying? I'm rooting for him. I'm just saying. Uh, my expectations for winning the championship is still there, but that's me on some crazy shit. That's me thinking like you niggas can just turn this light switch on and get it done because y'all do have players that can get it done. It's just that y'all have to be able to get it done together, you know. So shout out, man. Shout out to the Lakers, man. Y'all playing like absolute crap right now, but you know, hey, this is y'all embarrassment. Not ours. This is y'all embarrassment. Y'all got to get y'all shit together, man. Especially with like less than 10 games left. You know what I mean? So we'll see. We'll see. I would definitely love that rematch with Phoenix, though, right now. Definitely.